with me, Benis Abubeidu Lansa. Electoral violence is a crime punishable by years in prison. Avoid it. The news is live on Joy 99.7 and hits 103.9 FM in Accra. Also on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana and worldwide at myjoyonline.com. Coming up, family members of Takwa and Suem MP flee the town of Dompim after attack that's left one in critical condition and several others wounded. Those who were butchered uh, in the hospital. Uh, I've just asked that one of them is transferred or referred to the government main hospital because the situation is not getting better. Details as soldiers are sent to the town and investigations underway into the illegal importation of large cache of ammunition into Ghana with security agencies saying it was concealed in container marked as household goods. We've got details. Meanwhile, staff of GCNet Val to continue their strike as government loses up to 500,000 CDs daily in revenue following the temporary shutdown of the Registrar General's department. In business. 12 million cities advanced to some investors of liquidated fund management firms after GCB Capital commenced payment process last Thursday. We've got the latest on the Joy Business Report. And the Asante Hine charges political parties to follow laid down procedures in resolving disputes which may arise during the December elections. I'll urge all political parties to use the proper laid down means to address any grievances. We've got details in a bit. Thanks for your company. The details now. Family members of the MP for Takwa and Siamre Kuduka have fled the town of Dompim after several of them sustained severe machete wounds when they were attacked over the weekend. One person is said to be in critical condition. Mr. Duka has told Joy News a team of soldiers have been deployed to the town, but he's had to get his family out for their own safety. Uh, as now, I've asked them to come to Takwa and I want them in Takwa. Most of my family members are with me in Takwa and that of the municipality of Mazakati. So, uh, and uh, I've also been informed that the military is also on the way to also restore uh, peace in the area. As I speak with you, those who were butchered are uh, in the hospital. Uh, I've just asked that one of them is transferred or referred to the government main hospital because the situation is not getting better. The MP has been talking about steps he's taken to ensure his safety after the attack. I don't have police protection as I speak with you, but uh, we're hoping that uh, we'll be protected going forward. Um, And would you consider requesting one? Yes, I'll do that. Takwansuem MP Mrikuduka then. Our regional correspondent in Athalia Kwanza has been finding out more about this incident. Ina, thanks for joining us. Now tell us uh, the way earlier reports about this being linked to a chieftaincy dispute, but the police says that's not the case. What have they been telling you? Yes, Benny. So the police are saying that though um, the suspect and the victim are both from the opponent side of this chieftaincy issue, their investigations tells them that it has got nothing to do with it. Mm, but do they mention what what led to this incident? Well, they said that it was an earlier couple in the community of Dompim. And so one of them, one of the, the victims was attacked by the suspect because the suspect says that um, his brother-in-law had been attacked earlier by the opponent's side. But from what they have picked up on the ground, it has got nothing to do with the chieftaincy issue in Dumping.
Uh, uh, briefly, Ina, what do we know about the deployment of military in the town? Yes, Manis, I can confirm that there has been a deployment of military. And then from the past one month, there has been um, a, a rotation of police officers in the community of Dumpton Saints. The chieftaincy issue in the community um, lifted up at this last month where there were lots of issues. A chief had to be, had to jump off his palace and all that. So there has been police station in the community and there has been a military deployment as in our western region correspondent that with details away from that the tema police command is this morning commencing a full-scale probe into the circumstances leading to the importation of 436 pistols and 50 pieces of ammunition without the required permit these were seized by officials of the customs division of the ghana revenue authority at the tema port on friday the clearing agent of the items is currently said to be assisting with the probe join news editor fred smith joins me with details of a statement issued by the ghana revenue authority so first fred tell us about the circumstances that led to the seizure of the items well in this statement the gra says the container described on arrival at the tema port as containing personal effects household goods and the carding machine was flagged as red channel after examination 18 packages of identified uh, identified as restricted items were found in the container and these include 436 pistols and these are side arms 26 packs of 50 pieces of ammunition and 140 mils of pepper spray these items had been imported into the country without the necessary permits from the ministry of interior and the items had also not been declared to customs on arrival an inventory of the items was taken in the presence of officers of the preventive wing of the customs division intelligence and examination officer bureau of national investigations national security and the police all representatives including the clearing agent signed against the total number of arms and ammunition seized and the seizure notice was issued to the clearing agent and the seized consignment was placed in the custody of the customs division. Uh, Fred, the GRA raises some concerns in, in their statement. Well, it says that it finds it worrying, mischievous and premature. Any information that seeks to imply that the seized ammunition is being kept for onward release to some, quote, big men and the outcome of the investigations by the police on the restricted items will be made public when it is concluded. Fred Smith with details of that statement there. Now, government is losing up to 500,000 CDs daily in revenue as a result of suspension of services at the Registrar General's department. The department has had to shut down its systems for more than a week following strike by workers of their main software service provider, GCNet. Staff of GCNet have laid down their tools in solidarity with their colleagues who are demanding redundancy packages. The situation has led to the shutdown of systems of all clients of GCNet, key amongst which is the Registrar General's department. Listen to Registrar General, G- Registrar General Jemima Owari explain how this is affecting the operations. We were registering as many as 200 companies a day. Our revenues were sometimes 300,000, 400,000, sometimes even 500,000 a day. But now, absolutely nothing. And this is since last week, Friday. This is addition to the COVID that also came up and, you know, all the lockdowns, we, we weren't able to, you know, provide any services. So, general revenues were quite low already and now this. And it, it, I'm worried about, you know, the effect in the business community. Registrar General Jemima Wari there. Meanwhile, scores of clients were stranded at the premises of the Registrar General's department. They are calling for an immediate restoration of services.
Yeah, I'll be here since Monday. Uh, anytime, it will be like the system is down and all that. Uh, today we came and um, we saw notice that uh, they had an issue with uh, GCNet, which they are trying to solve. Any time that you come around, the system is not working. So most of the time, you have to wait, spend your whole day over here. And the feedback is the system couldn't come out, so you have to go and come the next day, which is very frustrating. So I don't know what management is doing about it. Because we have other things doing, and we can't be wasting our time at the registrar general each and every day. Everything should be working for us to be able to move on because I feel like Ghana for where we are now because now if I, if I need to open a business account now to receive money I'll need that certificate for that and I can't do that now Well striking staff says they will not call off the industrial action until successful arbitration by the National Labour Commission Here's one of them NRC didn't tell us to go on strike it's our welfare executive so if the welfare executive comes out today that guys tomorrow go to work they will go but if nothing of that sort comes out we are not going. We need to respect our executives, and we are doing just that. You had one of the striking staff of GCNet. The Asante Hineotunfo said to the second is charging political parties to use the courts to address their concerns if they are unhappy with the results of the 2020 polls. Several African countries have been torn by violence in the lead-up to elections. The Asante Hine wants politicians to stick to issue-based campaigning rather than commentary that will fuel tension ahead of the December 7 elections. He spoke when Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia paid a curtsy call on him at the Minshia Palace as he commences his tour of the Ashanti region. We abhor electoral violence as a society. We have no other country apart from Ghana. It is rather prudent to sell your message to the electorate. The superior argument will persuade the people to vote for a candidate. There are five countries in the sub-region going to the polls in the months ahead. Neighboring Côte d'Ivoire and Guinea are witnessing some level of political unrest as I speak now. I will urge all political parties to use the proper lay-down means to address any grievances if they are unhappy with electoral results. The Asante Hine Otumfo said to the second ending this edition of 